All right, good morning or good afternoon or even good evening, everybody, depending where you are in the world. Today is Tuesday, June the 8th, 2021, and there's a fair amount of news to cover on a, in a global sense as well as a domestic sense, but I mean, I will admit, um, not nearly as exciting as probably uh, the past handful of days, but still exciting nonetheless. I mean, again, I say that carefully, but you know what I mean. Uh, so first off, the IRS chief commissioner in the United States uh, has asked Congress for authority to regulate cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin in the United States. Again, there are a lot of you, and I know this for a fact, that are far more familiar with crypto than I am and things like that. Again, it comes down to the whole concept of regulation. Now, obviously, the intention of that regulation is very negatively oriented. We probably all conclude, obviously, right? For It's all about control and things like that. With that being said, there's the argument of, you know, Bitcoin being decentralized, and that's the whole beauty of it. However, the other issue with it being decentralized, and I'm just trying to play a devil's advocate for those not too familiar, is that ultimately what might happen is you might have things like, for example, what Elon Musk was doing a few weeks ago. He makes a few tweets, and then all of a sudden the cryptocurrencies react based on that. Now, with that being said, I want to also make a point that in pure theory, that's kind of the point of a deregulated currency, if I'm not mistaken. The fact that there's no centralized, um, I guess we could say, format or um, institution that is dictating what can or can't be done right now the downside to cryptos being regulated by any government but especially the united states government here in the west is that what you then have is they can start toying with it just like they do all the other stocks or currencies if you will in order for those at the very top that are already stupid rich to get even more rich yes some people might still become wealthy on the lower end but not like they are now now again i want to be very very specific when i say this i am not an expert on currencies on economics i'm not an expert on in inflation, especially cryptocurrencies. What I'm trying to do here is just provide two very simplified forms of each side of the argument, if you will. So with that being said, let's move on. If I did get something wrong, then please do correct me. I, I, I encourage that, especially if it's on YouTube, you want to make a comment, say, Dave, you got this wrong. Anyways, the next thing is that someone slapped French President Macron. So apparently, I don't know exactly where he was. I saw the video, though. He was going out. He had his, you know, his mask on. He had his security detail. But he told the security guards, you know, to, to gesture away a little bit to give some space so he can go shake the hands of the people of, I'm pretty sure it was France, the people in France. And uh, he was about to go shake one person's hand. And they uh, they slapped him twice a couple times. It, pretty good slaps, too. Not going to lie. Security was all over them. And apparently two people have been arrested. So, look. I'm not for violence whatsoever. I guess this is how strongly certain people feel about their politics in France, as do other people all around the world too, right? I mean, you can't just say, oh, look at France. But again, I'm not going to lie though, from a purely humoristic standpoint, from a humor angle, I found it kind of funny. He's going up to shake someone's hand. The guy, I mean, it wasn't a hard slap. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I find it um, in a certain way, again, without, without advocating for violence, I find it kind of humorous and sort of like a, hey, buddy, you know, we, the regular people, we're still here. And you kind of forgot about us, so to speak, right? So, again, I don't know if this has anything to do with the tensions pertaining to the French government favoring Muslims, according to, or Islamists, if you will, according to, um, according to the soldiers and to the people in, um, 
to the people of France, uh, you know, the generals, the, the, the hundred thousand or the many thousands of soldiers that didn't put their name on that petition. So who knows? The next thing is that there was a big outage this morning for many different websites whose servers they host, uh, they host their websites on were allegedly uh, attacked by some type of cyber attack. Now, the webs, some of the websites that were down were uh, Twitch, uh, New York Times, CNN. Honestly, CNN could stay down forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, New York Times, I, I'd like to go back up just because we need an example of what the mainstream shouldn't really be doing. And, you know, CNN's kind of been getting on everybody's nerves, so maybe they should just stay down. <laughs> and uh, I think Associated Press, a handful of other websites too. I think the Walmart website as well. But anyways, the, the, the bigger problem is this. Cyber is the new form of warfare. You can call it intelligence, asymmetrical warfare, whatever you want to call it. Here's the thing, though. What's going to happen now when Iran, Russia, China, you name it, okay? They start attacking the West from a cyber perspective. And then the West, whether it's Canada, US, obviously probably US, Canada doesn't do this stuff unless you, whatever. They're going to attack back. But when is it going to end? It's just going to be tit for tat back and forth. This is my concern, right? And so when we see these type of things going on, excuse me, I can't help but think, I mean, the the problem looking at the big picture of this is yes, okay, from my understanding, not too many people are familiar with this, but give or take about a month back, a ton of Russia's major banks were down due to a cyber attack. I'm almost certain that was CIA. I got, I got zero proof, I'll admit that, but I mean, let's just use common sense. Now, again, in the eyes of the law, that's not how we should think. But honestly, I'm pretty sure it was CIA, if not, you know, MI6, Mossad, working together, you name it, right? Um, and so this is maybe Russia's response, maybe China's response. You see, this is the thing, though. It's just going to go back and forth, back and forth. It's just going to be very similar to ground warfare. When does it stop? But at least with ground warfare, and this is, again, I got to watch my words here because of YouTube, but at least with ground warfare, it's terrible to say, but it's true. Once you killed all of the enemy soldiers, that was it. And I'm not for violence at all, but you see what I'm saying with the point I'm trying to make. In the cyber world, who are you killing? Okay, fine. You take down someone's, I don't know, firewall or what have you, something like this. Then they put up another one. And then you, you take down that one. They put up an, It just keeps going. And then maybe that tur that other, uh, the opponent gets a chance to attack. And then they go on the defense, the one that was attacking. And then the one that was attacking goes on, um, on uh, the one that was on defense attacks. And the ones that were attacking goes on defense. Sorry. But you see what I'm saying? It just doesn't end. So the uh, the next thing is that this is very interesting. The Gates divorce um, pertaining to Bill Gates divorces, uh, according to the Daily Mail, um, or was it was it Daily Mail or was it, I think it was Daily Mail Australia, if I'm not mistaken, said that Gates used to jump into different cars, specifically different Porsches and things like that to go see his other girlfriends. And someone within Melinda Gates's inner circle hired a private investigator uh, quite a while ago to see what Gates was doing and things like that, because they presumed the only thing he could probably be doing is cheating. Right now, again, for someone who's invested in so many different things. Could he have been, in some cases, going to see women? Could he have been going to do other things that we'll probably be talking about in members' episodes and stuff like that? Again, a lot of times he was probably, in fact, simply cheating, right? Now, with that being said, Melinda Gates's um, spokesperson, or Melinda, I forgot her her maiden name, but anyways, uh, Melinda Gates's spokesperson has said this is not true whatsoever. There was no private investigator ever hired and things like that. But again, eventually the truth will come out, so who, you know, but again, it's two people getting divorced. It's not so much them that I'm, or even the cheating, it's more so what they embody, right? And this is the problem when two people have so much power, you, we have no choice now. 
to, to, but to focus on these people, right? And this is one of the issues that I don't like about this, uh, about what's going on in this world. But the next thing is that there is more black fungus cases spiking slash rising in India. Again, I'm not trying to create, you know, a conspiracy where there is none or anything like that. But this black fungus thing, my God, I can't help but think of black goo. I can't help think of something else. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've seen recently lots of UFO sightings in India. We've seen lots of recent, for example, extraterrestrial, alleged extraterrestrial, I should say, sightings in India. So I don't, this is the thing, right? I'm not sure what to make of this. Uh, the next thing is that Iraq is starting up a nuclear power plants in order to, in order to tackle the electricity shortage. Okay. I mean, if they, if they can and they need to, sure. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of, you know, global regulatory committees and that whole, you know, Shazam thing. But uh, again, if they have to, then I guess let them do it unless I'm missing context here. The next thing is that the South African health minister has been put on leave over corruption charges regarding awarding certain COVID contracts to certain people. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, this is when you know it's somewhat of a slow, a slow news day for the global international community. And I say on a, a political perspective or a political front, because not that this story should not have been written, but I mean, corruption happens all the time, not just in Africa, not just in South Africa. I'm not saying they're singling this individual out. He is quite prominent being South Africa's health minister, but he's being put on leave because of some COVID contracts that he awarded to certain people and certain companies. Yeah, it's one of the oldest tricks in the book. You get into a position of power of, of some kind and you use that power to award contracts to your friends. Now, again, this is when it kind of falls into the ethics sort of area, if you will. If he's found to be, you know, he just and gave the contracts to people that did a good job that happened to be his friends, it's harder to prove because if they did a good job, it's like, okay, right, they did do a good job. So, you know, it's meh, it's tit for tat there, right? It's it's iffy. The But if he gave it to his friends or companies that he was close with and he got a kickback and then they didn't do a good job, that's a very different story in my humble opinion. That's like, okay, man, what the hell were you doing, right? With that being said, I don't know specifics, so I don't want to, you know, jump to conclusions. However, just from the external perspective of this all, it's not the most, you know, damning thing in the world. I mean, take a look at what happens here in the West. There's corruption constantly. As a matter of fact, we can argue in many cases corruption has become legalized or bribery has become legalized in the West and in Europe, right? So... The next thing is that, okay, this is interesting. The WHO says that they cannot force China to give more information on the COVID-19 origin. So, okay, I do believe that China has its fingers, uh, I guess we could say, wrapped around the WHO, if you will. And I say that in a financial sense. Now, people say, okay, the, one of the things I will say that I agree with Trump on that, again, we can debate as to whether or not Trump was just talking out of his ass or whether he knew what he was talking about or not. That's for a different conversation. But when he said... Um, you know, how come the United States gives so much more than China, but China still has, as, it seems as though nearly as much pull and influence at the WHO. Now, that's not to say that China has w, uh, influence over the WHO on paper or just as much. If they do, that's concerning. But at the same time, we have to remember the reality of things. This is what happens at the UN. This is what happens at the WHO, at G7. You know, all these big summits and all these big, when these countries get together, G20, you know, all these, the Paris Climate Accord, what they do 
to gain leverage over each other is obviously blackmail. They get, they pull individuals aside after the main meetings. You know those big meetings that we all see on TV? They pull them aside after the meetings and they say, listen, there's going to be an account, you know, the people they have on their payroll, that Chinese intelligence in this case would have on their payroll. They would say, listen, here's, you know, here's a couple million bucks to you personally that's going to come from a dummy account in, you know, the, the Maldives or the, you know, in Cyprus or Switzerland or what, or the Mediterranean, wherever money can be hidden. But in in return, do not push for you know to to send more people to investigate us. We're we're gonna deny publicly that we're gonna let people in. We're not gonna let people in, but simultaneously make sure that you don't sort of push that on the back end, like try to you know jab us in the shoulder because we just gave you a couple million bucks. So you better shut the fuck up. I mean, part of my English, but that's in a lot of cases that's what happens. Right now, again, that's assuming they have people on their payroll. This isn't just Chinese intelligence. This is other these these are all intelligence agencies, right? This very basic form of doing this. But this is assuming in this case, the Chinese or the CCP, their spies and their intelligence agency had people in the WHO on their payroll. If they didn't, what they would probably do very quickly or very efficiently, or at least attempt to do efficiently, is get blackmail on these individuals. Again, what would you do? First thing I could think of, it's terrible, but I have to put myself in, in their shoes for the sake of, you know, uh, for, for the show and everything, right? So if I'm the, uh, if I'm Chinese intelligence, and I want the WHO chief to uh, to say something that is in my favor. What am I going to do? Very simple. You investigate him like a motherfucker. It's unfortunate, but it's true. And you get anything you can on him. Is he cheating on his wife? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? Right? You record it very similar to the Epstein honeypotting thing, except this time around, he doesn't even know he's being followed or what have you. He gets something embarrassing on him. Oh, and then all of a sudden, publicly, WHO chief says, well, if China doesn't want to let us in, then we can't go. Too bad. You know, let's all wash our hands of it. I mean, it it's unfortunate, but that's that's in a lot of cases, I would dare to say that's reality, right? And people tend to neglect that quite extensively. Uh, the next thing, and it, that's what bothers me too, the fact that people say like, oh, I'm waking up, I'm waking up, but then they read something like this and they think, oh, China simply doesn't want to give access uh, to the WHO and the WHO just said, yeah, okay, it's leverage, guys, it's tit for tat. I'm not saying what I did, the example I just gave is the case, but I'm saying it's more than likely in that realm, if you if you will, right? The next thing is that Nigeria has ordered broadcasters to delete what they called unpatriotic Twitter, as they called it, just a handful of days after they had banned Twitter. This Look, it's their country. My personal perspective is, is it's their country, they could do what they want. Again, some of you may agree with me on that, some of you may not, that is my personal opinion. With that being said, it is not for me to tell you what to think or how to think however i find it ironic that twitter with all the censoring they do once they get banned they start tweeting like crazy like a child have you seen the twitter support page of how they said oh we find this unfair and we're still banned in in uh, in nigeria and things like that i'm i don't want to say karma's a bitch because i don't think karma's gotten to twitter yet if karma exists but this is not like, a, this is just the, the start, hopefully, but I doubt it will be. But I mean, the irony in that, the way they just censor people and block accounts for bullshit reasons, as we've seen, especially in the last few weeks, even, you know, with the Fauci emails with some Project Veritas, and they did not violate anything whatsoever. And Twitter just said, yeah, well, you know, this or that. Sort of like how YouTube banned us from a couple weeks back. You cannot question the WHO. Why the fuck can I question the WHO? Isn't the whole point to be able to lay out opinions, no matter if something ends up being right or wrong? Isn't that kind of the point to explore all possibilities, to question everything, not just listen to the CIA, not just listen to the WHO, you know? So again, this whole thing in, in, in Nigeria, in my humble opinion, assuming I have all the context, 
again, my opinion, good on Nigeria because I, Twitter's getting a little, you know, tap on the shoulder like, hey, wake up a little bit. But I don't think that any, anything will change just because Nigeria did this, right? The next thing is that Bitcoin, ha the price of Bitcoin and, or the value of it, if you will, has sunk after the colonial ransom pipeline recovery. So this is interesting. The White House had said that they had recovered the, uh, the money that was um, allegedly... Uh, I guess you could say they, they gave, they felt uh, they had to pay the colonial pipeline hackers uh, in order to get the pipeline back up and going. There were a lot of people that speculated saying that story was bullshit to begin with. There were no hackers or there was no ransom or no ransom was paid or may a little certain parts of it or maybe the entire story was BS. Also, because, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, too. There was no evidence. No proof was provided. With that being said, people say, Dave, it's crypto. What do you expect, you know, evidence to, to be provided uh, on behalf of? Well... How about we get some independent people who know what they're doing with code, with software, with crypto, right? With, you know, uh, currencies and, and all that kind of stuff. Get a panel of them, independent. They ha We have to ensure they do not get influenced. And we look at this and say, okay, did this actually happen or not? But of course, it's not going to happen. So now the White House has said that they've recovered the money from these, um, the, these ransomware hackers, if you will. Uh <sighs> I, again, they're not providing evidence for that either. So uh, the next thing is that Washington, the state of Washington, excuse me, is offering free weed in return to get the COVID jab. But the articles are saying cannabis because, you know, it's the proper term, you know. But um, it again, I find this so peculiar. Again, I live in Toronto, Canada. In the city of Toronto, they're offering up to $1 million in cash prizes for people who get the vaccine. Like, I mean, obviously it's a raffle. It's not just you go and you make a million bucks. But I mean, the, the encouragement all around the world for this is so, is so baffling to me. Extremely baffling. Um, the next thing is that, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it's baffling in the sense of how much they're pushing it. It's only reinforcing my suspicions, right? The next thing is that Biden's DOJ, and this is kind of ironic, said that they do have the right and should defend Donald Trump in a case pertaining to a woman who's suing Trump uh, for defamation because he denied that he raped her while he was president and he wanted the DOJ to be his personal defense team. Uh, he tried that in other cases. They said it wouldn't work and it didn't. Uh, from my understanding, in this case, for some reason, it has worked. So again, I, I find it kind of funny. Uh, not the rape part, because if he ra if he actually did rape her, we got a serious problem there, right? But in terms of um, the DOJ, Biden's DOJ now, Biden's uh, attorney general and all that saying, no, 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 we should we should still defend the former 45th president. Find it kind of, you know, a little a little chuckle, if you will. Uh, the next thing is that China has warned the U.S. against a trade deal with Taiwan. Yeah, they do that all the time. I'm, I, I'd be a little more concerned about China telling its people last week to prepare for nuclear war because Biden wants to investigate uh, Wuhan more. That's what I'd be a little more concerned of. That, I mean, that, that's, that's, whether that's, you know, they mean that or not, that's not light talk, right? Uh, the next thing is that the FBI had a, a big win. And what I mean by that is this. I'm going to pull up the, uh, the article here. According to the BBC, law enforcement um, agencies have arrested some 800 suspected criminals around the world 
after thousands of people were tricked into using an encrypted phone app which allowed police to monitor their conversations without their knowledge now the uh this was allegedly a drug kingpin who encouraged others to use this app that was developed by the fbi um i'm not sure exactly what uh, oh it was an encrypted uh, it was an fbi encrypted messaging app but again nobody knew that it was uh, created by the fbi i guess it was an attempt to try to get some criminals to use that app and whoever the fbi gets using that app they'll try and catch him no matter where in the world they'll inform the respective you know authorities in that country or what have you right with that being said what i find interesting is that again this this led uh they kind of hit the jackpot in this particular case. One big-time criminal encouraged other global criminals to use this messenger app, and um, yeah, they, they, they got nabbed. So again, the FBI did have a big win, as well as other authoritative agencies around the world. The next thing was that a, is that a Muslim family was killed in Canada with probably three three to four hours drive from where I live. Uh, where this incident happened, I know about where it happened. Uh, a 20-year-old white male was wearing a armored-up vest and got into a his truck, I believe, and started just driving, looking for Muslims. From what I understand, what happened here? Again, there's a lot of debate in can. There's a lot of uh, tension going on politically in Canada for two reasons. Not uh, for this incident, number one. Number two, also because of the 215 uh, dead children, the corpses that were found in the indigenous residential schools. Um, yeah, the, the, I don't know what to say to this. This is not healthy. This is not the, the children is a different thing because that was probably many years ago, right? In terms of, you know, we got to look at the Catholic Church for that kind of stuff and the Vatican. But in this case, with this guy running over uh, these this Muslim family in London, uh, I saw that the people who who died, uh, one was 74. It was basically three different generations. It was a grandfather, um, a mother and then the daughter, I think, or the son. I'm not anyways. It was not it was not good. The the fact that they were just crossing the street and then this guy just didn't stop at the red light. This is, I, I don't know. I, th th this is not right. Regardless of what your culture is, your religion, you're just going about your day crossing the street. And this is why it's true when I say that politicians in general are being more and more, I guess we could say targeted. Forget politicians, regular people just to go outside your house nowadays. I'm not trying to fear monger, but it's true in a lot of cases. At one point, people thought it was only, you know, designated to certain parts of the world, certain countries and certain places in those countries. Now it's everywhere, right? Um, the next thing is that it, when I mean now it's everywhere, I'm referring to uh, just people with, you know, mental health issues and things like that. Now, again, we could argue this was an, a, a racist uh, incident. I want to make that very clear as well, but I want to let all the, the facts unfold. I want the investigation to be done. Some of you might say, Dave, that's a cop out. Look, if, if the guy was purely racist and he was going after, you know, Indians, Muslims, uh, anyone of, you know, non-white, that's, that's a racist thing. That, In my opinion, that's a racist thing. So... The next thing is that Colombia protests are spurring police reform by the president of Colombia. Yeah, no shit. You see those protests? <laughs> uh, the next thing is that a nuclear watchdog, IAEA, I forgot what that stood, stands for, urges Iran to explain uranium traces at certain sites that they were not supposed to have them at. Again, this is what I'm saying. So... Uh, they're all about, you know, having good talks, peace talks, and this and that, even without the Iran nuclear deal. This is my point. They were probably going to do it anyways. But, you know, they're talking about, you know, discussing a new deal with European countries and the U.S. is behind this deal as well, too, allegedly. So why is this still being found? Assuming this is this is being found. The the, the fact, guys, that we got to question everything is unfortunate. Um, the next thing is that Biden is uh, putting together a strike force 
to target unfair trade. Yeah, okay, let's see if that happens. The next thing, or like if anything, like actual progress is made there, but again, we have to define what we deem to be progress. The next thing is that China is exempt from a new Apple privacy feature, China and a handful of other countries. So Apple recently announced at one of their recent events that they're going to be taking security to a whole other level and with their software, but China and certain countries, I think like, uh, I think, I forgot which countries are... Um, Kazakhstan and, and a handful of other countries are not uh, are, are not going to be involved in this because of the, I guess you could say the regulations that the, their governments are demanding and that it doesn't comply with this. So the next thing is that Trump called Bitcoin a scam. Yeah, that didn't really help it either in terms of the drop of the Bitcoin value. Um, now, this is interesting. A Wall Street Journal classified report or leak from the Z division or Z division of a branch of the State Department, which is their intelligence arm, said that, in fact, it's very plausible COVID-19 leaked from a lab. And this was about a year ago again. So the evidence is building up more and more. The next thing is that Greek islands are trying to win back tourists again. If tourism is a country's primary source of income or one of them, I, I feel for that, for, you know, the economy of that country, tourism is a very nice thing. So I don't think there's anything you can say bad about tourism. You want to go see a country or something like this, right? Um, and the final thing is that it turns out that there was also a different virus about a year ago that leaked from another Chinese biofacility at the same time of COVID. It infected about 6,000 people in China before it was allegedly contained, uh, but it was uh, composed of contaminated waste gas. Uh, again, I, I want to say one last thing on this. So the article that I was reading stated that leaks happen all the time in China because they're the CCP is quite careless. Again, not the people, the gov the regime, the government. Uh, in 2004, from my understanding, there was another leak of SARS at the time from a Chinese lab as well. So again, they, they got to clamp down on this shit, man. Not just the bioweapon stuff, but in or even the, the, the medical stuff, but in general, even when they let those rockets just come down, they... With all due respect, not to the Chinese people, but to the government, like the, no regard. I'm not. I'm not about. I'm not a super, you know, tree hugger guy. But no regard for the environment, you know, like nothing. You don't want to clean up something that you know, you're kind of fucking up the planet that's hosting you or letting you live and breathe air. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm not. I'm not all. I'm not a Green New Deal guy or what have you. But I mean, fuck. If there, if you, for example, if you got a rocket that, you know, the. the certain parts of it are coming back into into earth and you don't even uh care where it lands my god like you know so <laughs> anyways uh that's it for today we'll have a, a members episode coming out for the members and some other stuff coming out as well too so we'll catch all of you later on cheers <laughs>